You robots are a disgrace to this university. Whenever a fire alarm is pulled, it's Robot House. Whenever the campus liquor store is looted, Robot House. Whenever a human corpse is desecrated... Now I can explain that. That's enough out of you. From this day forth, Robot House is on dodecatuple secret probation! Welcome to the world of tomorrow! It's been so long that I thought you might uh, might say welcome to Two Bad Neighbors, um, because you were wrong. It's been it's been so long, so I forgot that that was our thing. Um, it's been so long. Yeah, but uh, um, oh god, I'm I'm completely. <laughs> uh, welcome to Two Bad Neighbors in the 31st century. No, 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 no. I got this. What? I got this. Okay, I right. got this. Hang on a second. I need to. Okay. I just need to do a quick check of something. Um, uh-huh. because it's, uh, yeah. Okay. It's, it was, um, it was really important. Um, <laughs> so here it is. Welcome to two bad neighbors in the 31st century, a Simpsons podcast that became a Futurama podcast hosted by a robot man and his immortal friend. I am Greg bot 1.10. Is that what you had to look out? Yes. That's what you I had to look remember what, yep. what version you were. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I'm Alan. I am really old. Yep. You sure are. <laughs> and we are here. We're back. Uh, we we took a uh, what like a month off because um, Greg ran away by from the home time, again. By the time this comes out, yeah, it'll be a month. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we decided we got we got to get some in the can, baby. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, so so for those that you know care or understand how recordings work. Uh, we're doing a, a remote record, so if that you know usual crackle of energy is a little low today, that's the reason. But I don't but we're think gonna it do will our be. Best. Yeah, I don't think it'll we're be low. I think it'll be um, about the same. Yeah, and if you hear little clip clops in the background, I don't know how much my audio is picking up my dog running around upstairs. Uh, that's what it is. It's my dog. <laughs> He's just walking back and forth, going from the window to the wall. Uh, you know. And the rest. I don't know. I don't see that. <laughs> but he's neutered, so. Yeah, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> but no, he does. Lo- he loves to jump on the couch that's right by our, our big uh, living room window mm. and just stare out the window um, and just, like, you know, watch people walk by and stuff. It's, it's his favorite thing to do. Get but then sometimes the he'll be like, window. yeah, sometimes he'll be like, uh, you know, well, I think everything's in order here and he'll jump off the couch and go to his food dish and maybe have a little slurp of water. And they'll be like, all right, back to the window. <laughs> and so it's just back and forth, back and forth, walking back and forth. What is your um, walking regimen for Jackson? Uh, in the winter, it's low. Because uh-huh. <laughs> he, like his dad, hates the cold. Right. Um, so right now, you know, I try to take him out uh, briefly in the morning and briefly in the uh, afternoon or evening, um, usually five, ten minutes at the most. Uh, in the summer we go, you know, we, we spend, uh, you know, 15 to 30 minutes out every walk because mm. it's a lot more fun and he doesn't get cold and I don't get cold. Yeah. That's, it's good. So, you know, <laughs> it's nicer. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he's, he's a uh, tiny he's little guy, so I guess he doesn't need to walk too far. No, he's, and he, he loves just like, like I said, walking back and forth in the house. He loves running up and down the stairs all the time. He gets his exercise in, he gets his steps in. Mm-hmm. Even if, uh, even if uh, it's not via my uh, force, 
forced uh, servitude. And you have you have a lot of steps now in your house. Yes, yeah. There's three floors, uh, and therefore lots of steps. Yeah, or yeah. stairs rather. Yeah, a yeah. lot of stuff to you know manage for a dog because dogs love to manage. That's right. That's right. They love uh, to make sure that things are going well and <laughs> that everyone's in their place. Yes, and everything has a place. And everything in its place. Was that the saying? Wait, how does that go? It's just like for a dog, don't move things unless you mean it, you know? Right. Um, and don't, you know, uh, hold a blanket up and then run away because the dog will think you've disappeared. <laughs> um, <laughs> have you seen those? <laughs> yeah, they're not smart. I've never done it, I've never done it to Jackson, but uh, I've, I've watched many, uh, many a YouTube video of people doing that to their dogs. And mm-hmm. I'm always like, it's really funny, mm-hmm. but I also feel really bad for the dogs because they're like, where the fuck did you go? <laughs> you were just here. They love it, though, because when they find they you, they're it. so fat. They're they're so fucking happy. Yeah. Um, there he goes. He's upstairs again. We should talk very quickly about the big news. Oh, God, yeah. That big news. <laughs> uh, it's um, back, baby. It's back. I'm sure everyone listening knows by now. As this news dropped quite a few while, quite a few weeks ago, mm. uh, but we we haven't recorded since it happened, and uh, yeah, uh, Hulu apparently is going to revive the series once again. Uh, Twenty episodes, I believe. Yep. And uh, so at the time, uh, the main voice cast was set to return, except for John DiMaggio, and then he. Basically, there was there was hashtag Bendergate was happening on Twitter um, because he was not like negotiations were not working. He eventually said he was not returning. Um, and uh, well, let's uh, here's the quote. Um, Bender is part of my soul and nothing about this is meant to be disrespectful to the fans or my Futurama family. It's about self-respect. And honestly, it's about being tired of an industry that's become far too corporate and takes advantage of artists' time and talent. I wish I could give you every detail so you would understand, but it's not my place. Um, he just recently, I don't know if you saw this, Greg, uh, was confirmed to return. So whatever the negotiations were, uh, they reached an agreement and he has officially rejoined the series after Brilliant. getting a new deal. Brilliant. Which is good for him. Yeah, you know? he pulled a Harry Shearer. He did. And good. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, it's true. Like, we, we, it's, it's so easy to think about, like, because I think there was a lot of people who just, like, were calling him greedy. Uh, you know, we're like, oh, you just want more money, uh, you, you old sour sack, you know, that kind of thing. And it's so easy to, like, that, and that's what they want, everyone. Mm-hmm. That's what the corporations want. They want you to turn on each other rather than on them. They want you to think, oh, the the... Disney is a, a a good company, or Hulu's a good. Is Disney? Only oh yeah, oh yeah, Hulu? it's yeah, all Hulu's Disney. Disney. Okay, yeah. I was pretty sure, but yeah. <laughs> it's, I can't fucking remember anymore. Um, but yeah, oh Disney's a great company. Like they just want they just want to bring the voice cast back. Why is why is John being so uh, stingy? And again, like that's what they want you to think. In reality, they they definitely like take advantage of of artists, and and it's it's happened forever, and will continue to happen, and. I, I really do think that that was like, especially in this day and age where you can have a Twitter account where you can like kind of like have have your side uh, aired a bit easier. 
Um, I think I was good of John to, to hold out and to be like, you know, like, I mean, obviously I have no idea what the details are, but in my view, it seemed like they were like, here's our offer for you to do this. And he was like, no, that's very little for, you know, what this character means to me, like all this stuff. And they were like, well, if you don't like it too bad, we'll get someone else, you know, like that was their stance. And so he was like, I'm not going to be bullied into agreeing just, just because I want to voice my character. And so, um, you know, the, the company probably eventually realized how bad, how bad of a look this was for them. And so they, they, uh, compensated and, and did a better thing. Whenever uh, an actor, voice or otherwise, uses whatever leverage they have to get more money out of a company, we should be applauding that. Yeah, absolutely. Because they you don't, don't you don't get this leverage all the time. You the know? company don't need it. No, they don't. Um, and it's <laughs> it's pennies to them. It's absolutely. Fucking, it's fucking pennies. It's Disney, everyone. It's pennies. Um, that being said, I'm not very excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't care. Um, I, I, like, like, I know for, we for the sh- the revival. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay. I mean, I might watch it one day, but it's to be just... honest, I haven't even rewatched the the Comedy Central revival. Yeah, it... again, like I've watched it all through once. So it's just the idea of reviving series isn't novel. Yeah, and it's yeah, it feels less exciting these days when uh, a property that uh, you know, you have some kind of attachment to or some kind of fondness for uh, when it's like, well, there's going to be more. These days I'm less like, oh, yay, the thing I like is back. And more like, all right, yeah, <laughs> there's another one. You yeah. Know? The bloom is thoroughly off the rose when it comes yeah. to revivals of series. And... It's just uh, we're in this really, like, specific pocket of pop culture right now where nostalgia is king and, like, yep. And and I'm sure it happened like it happens in cycles. I know, but like I think it's like it, it's 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 really accentuated right now. I think you know a due to the pandemic and other factors. I'm sure, but you know just the fact that that's going to be and especially with you know I love Spider Man, but the fact that it's doing so well, like it's just going to cause more like more shit like this is going to happen. Um, I think there was already rumors of like a Batman multiverse type thing they're hoping to do you know it's get happening back well that, that like on the tv show right i know they did a like uh dc's legends what is it called infinite crisis time i don't fucking care the it's wb the, shit the, the they've arrow done, they've like yes the yeah, arrow they brought back michael movie. keaton they brought back fucking uh uh what's his name from return superman returns um brandon routh brandon routh yeah like they've they've done that already but it's like it was like a a, a, a kitschy little fun fun thing like i'm talking like they're gonna do like a spider-man no way home mm-hmm. of batman yeah it's uh, gonna be the flash yeah. oh the flash movie yeah that's when keaton and affleck are both gonna be in it at the same time oh, okay um cool don't forget don't forget pattinson that's a that's a whole new batman franchise yeah have you seen it yet nope okay fun story oh because i told you i was uh-huh. going to see it uh-huh it's one of the reasons we didn't record on Thursday. Right. Because I was like, I I have my ticket. I'm going to see it at noon. And mm-hmm. it's a three fucking hour movie. So I'm like, That's I true. need the yeah. afternoon to do it, yeah. obviously. Because <laughs> um, it's, it's a thing, you know? Yeah. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. And 
one of my castmates was like, "Oh, I'd love to go see it too." And I'm like, "Great, I'll um, I'll I'll add a ticket." And I opened it up, and I'm like, "All right, here we go. One extra ticket for March 10th." God <laughs> damn. <laughs> Uh, so I'm you going to the classic blunder. Yeah, I'm going to see it in five days. <laughs> cool, cool. <laughs> you know they probably would have changed the date for you, right? They wouldn't have because the no? IMAX schedule is different, and because the movie is three fuck hours, um, I have to three go. Fuck see, hours. That I, sounds good. Yeah, I have to go <laughs> see it at noon because I need to be able to get to oh, my so, call time <laughs> oh so if you would you wanted to see the imax one i w- i have to see the yeah IMAX that's good. no yeah. yeah of course i understand i'm just saying that was the, that was the one you would purchase for and the schedule on that day for the imax showing was later yeah it was 215 saying? okay it was the earliest gotcha. i could have okay. gotten and that would have been too late <laughs> yeah yeah i would have got out at I mean, 5 30 and that's my call time <laughs> yeah your sh- your stage manager would have understood right no <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I haven't acted in a long time. I forget. Our stage yeah. manager's strict. Our um, stage manager's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you think they're chill dudes? Yeah, you think they're chill and their job is, like, super easy and why are they so mad all the time? Like, geez, come on, stage managers. All the time. I have never met a stage manager that wasn't either tired or frustrated or both. Yeah, or just, like, sweating profusely yeah. and just, like, you know, eyes glazed over. Like, why is why are you doing this right now? Why yeah. are you not in costume? Yeah. Greg, should we get into our listener mail? Let's do it. Um, now, I'm usually pretty good at uh, on like making sure I keep these up to date of what we've already done, mm-hmm. but I can't remember if we've done if we've done this one. So, forgive me. Okay. If uh, uh, yeah, I think I think it's new. Okay, uh, is from uh, mate. Mate, cool. Uh, dear Greg and Alan again. So they have written in before. I'm glad you both got a kick out of my recent Cleveland show remark. And although Tom, uh, uh, sorry, (laughs) I got to, I think there were some autocorrects here. Uh, I'm glad you got a kick out of my recent Cleveland show remark. And although in retrospect, I probably could have tied it to the show better. The Cleveland show season one was such a weird thing to me that I felt I had to share it with the world. And I did. And now I'm the Cleveland show season one guy in my friend group. What fun. (laughs) That is a, that is a tough label to have, uh, in, in your friend group. Um, anyways, not to get off topic, uh, uh, of the, out of the Cleveland show again, but your recent episode on a big piece of garbage, you said it wouldn't be a half bad idea to include a question on your emails, not just a statement about ourselves. I like this idea. And for this follow-up email, I thought hard and hard about what I should make my question, something that would spark discussions for months, years, decades, even. So I thought, and I thought, and I think I finally have the question. Greg and Alan, what is the process on developing two bad neighbors NFTs? That is all. Have a good day. Uh, Greg, you want to field this one? <laughs> I would love to. So uh, an NFT, as we all know, is uh, an image a non, that usually moves. And, a non-fungible token. Yeah. Uh, created by a robot, much like yeah. myself. Yes. Um, so you love them. I do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like, imagine, I, uh, Alan, are yeah. you a fan of the restaurant Denny's? Uh, yeah. Okay. And, you know, like to a degree. Yeah. And do you know about NFTs? I do. So we have a little Venn diagram. Okay. Where, like, you're a fan of Denny's and Uh NFTs. So if you put Uh them in the middle there, there's you right there. Okay, sure. Uh, Only me. Yeah. yeah. 
And and then if if you want an NFT about Denny's, you can purchase an NFT, which means you get a little piece of Denny's. Okay. Yeah, you get a non-fungible token about Denny's. And then you've invested in this thing that can only go up in value, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. only up, mm-hmm. as long as Denny's is doing well. So right. you come in for the food, and then uh-huh. you get the NFT, so you can so you can get fucked by the NFT. Oh shit! <laughs> it's uh, yeah. Um, Why Denny's as an example? <laughs> I saw it on South Park. Okay. <laughs> okay, that should be yeah. That should be my default uh, understanding of when you say weird shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I saw it on South Park. Uh, NFTs. I think NFTs are dumb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think they're if like people out there are really, really into NFTs. I'm sorry, but I'm not, I just think they're stupid. Okay, I think you're going to lose a lot of money. I mean, uh, well, it's not even that you're going to lose a lot of money. It's just that you're going to invest in something that uh, you're just throwing your money away more exist. than losing money. It yeah. doesn't exist. Like by, by purchasing uh, an NFT, you're just giving money to someone for literally uh, like pretty much like I've seen things that are like, I could do that in MS paint in, in five minutes you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and people buy them um and it's weird it's it's a weird grift that uh that a lot of people are are into and falling for and uh but people love grifts man yeah it's true have you ever seen the stock market i have not seen it no no it's a big ass big ass grift <laughs> yeah remember game stonks of course yeah, that was a that was a year ago now. Yeah, Over that was a year ago. that was great. Um, uh, John Stewart just did a great episode on his show about uh about the John stock Stewart market. has a show. Yeah, it's on Apple TV Plus. Oh, for fuck's sake! Thanks for. <laughs> Alan has um, leaned back on his ah! chair, let out a primal wail. For those that haven't listened to our Patreon, I already went over this, but I tried to subscribe to Apple TV Plus and it wouldn't let me. <laughs> it was it was the most frustrating anti like user friendly experience I've ever had with anything online and, in my life. And we've determined why on this because I'm not an Apple user. Yes, yeah, so they don't want your money. They don't want my money because yeah. they just want all the Apple Bros. Yeah, it's you're you're not the right kind of person. I hate it. <laughs> I, I like accessing things that I want to watch and I hate how difficult they're making it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they don't like make I'll it give easy. you, I'll give you money. I'll give yeah. you money for this thing. Please yeah. let me have it. And it's just, it's, it's not even just Apple TV plus, you know, it's everything, mm-hmm. but that's just the easy example for me as a non Apple user to mm-hmm. be like, why, like, why won't you let me give you money? Yep. You know? And it's just frustrating. And, uh, I hate it. Uh, like, uh, <clears throat> um, Australian Survivor is another thing that I'm like I I I would pay money to watch that. It's it's good. And I like Survivor. And I know there's like region issues and stuff and country issues, but I'm like why? Stop it. Mhm. Those you know? are the those are the most frustrating ones. I would yeah. I would say is like the the regional region, distribution yeah. and and country licensing and all that sort of thing. Um it's why like VPNs have become so popular and ubiquitous. Um, yeah. But at the same time, they don't always work. You know, I don't know. Whatever. Um, well, th- let's move on to our. Yeah. Uh, basically, yeah. The the long and short of the NFT convo is we'll never do NFTs. We're we we we're against them. We're we're anti NFTs. They're dumb. Yeah, we're um, we're barely pro promoting this podcast. <laughs> I yeah, like I I said, I'm like 
you know, it's weird because I'm like, I'm going to die of starvation soon. I need money. And arguably, yeah, we could probably grift some people into giving us money for NFTs, but I don't want to do that. I have morals also. So anyway, um, please subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> That's the only honest way we we've give got. you content. We yeah. give you content. We don't just take your money. We we give you content. We just did an Oscars thing. That was a lot of fun. Hey, bud. Uh, we're going to do our Scott Pilgrim one soon. What? I just I just really need to say right now before yeah. this moment passes. Guess uh-huh. how many uh, bonus episodes of content we have on our Patreon right now? Right now? Yeah. Is it 100? No. Okay. How, it's how 69. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so nice. get all in on this while the getting's good. Because <laughs> as soon as we do another episode, this beautiful milestone will be gone. And I'm going to say right now, if you become a Patre- Patreon member... So, okay, so all you have to do is two bucks, Mm -hmm. Uh, two bucks uh, American, Mm -hmm. three bucks Canadian uh, to get all of our content. However, you can choose to to subscribe for more. Like, that's always an option, right? You can can be like, oh, instead of two bucks, I'm going to give them five bucks. Mm -hmm. And that's obviously we love that. Thank you. If you subscribe as a Patreon member before we release our next episode with sixty nine dollars a month, (laughs) you will get. Not an NFT, you'll get artwork by myself. It's not an NFT, like I you know, it's it's a different thing. I'm saying it's a it's a perk. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little fucking uh image, whatever you request <laughs> on my computer. If you subscribe for $69. I think it should be something to do with $69. Okay, that's like, yeah, that's like, fair. But the thing is, there's two frames in the yeah. number sixty-nine. Uh uh-huh. right? That's like, true. You know, where the circles meet. <laughs> right. You know, so you can fill those circles with anything. Yeah. You know, like think of it as a frame, a picture frame, a beautiful exactly. 69 picture frame. 69 picture frame. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the thing is, you don't need to stay subscribed every month for nope. $69. It's just a one time. Just do it once and you get the artwork. Is this what NFTs are? I think <laughs> are we, we just yeah, what they are? I think we just discovered what they are. But this is like a physical but thing. But again, I'm not saying yeah, I'm not saying like you'll own this image, which is what the NFT things say, mm-hmm. and that you know, people get mad like you can't use that image, I own it. It's like, no no no. I'm just doing this like a like an art commission, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like if you if you want to get some shitty artwork by me, uh it's been a long time since I've done some artwork <laughs> on my computer. Um, it's $69, but it has to be before we release our next, uh, Patreon that's number right. or, uh, episode. Cause then it'll be at 70 Yeah, and that's no fun. And that, that's no fun. This is a so, one-time offer. It's a one-time offer in the next, uh, what week, I guess. <laughs> Cause this will come out next week and, uh, it'll be around the 15th when we release our next episode on the Patreon. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. So you've got, um, you got about a week. Yeah. You've got about a week, about a week to do it. Go until March 15th. We'll yeah. see that. Yeah. Oh dear. So there you go. We'll see. What if we get like a hundred? <laughs> and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I gotta do a hundred fucking art commissions. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say that like we'll we'll we're gonna do our Patreon uh release late this month. Oh no. So it's gonna go we're we're, get, so gonna, we're gonna give you till, happen even more till March twentieth. Oh boy. Because I, I would love to see this happen. <laughs> I, I, I would I would love to see this happen. It would be so funny. 
it would be really funny if I had to do this. So thank you. I've set myself up. But, you know, again, I'm yeah. poor. I'm very poor. Yeah. Uh, this money would all go to me. I'd make Greg just give it directly to me. You bet. Yeah. Um, yeah. So because I'm putting myself out there. I, yeah. uh, you know, I, I'm offering up my labor for services. I would earn none of this. Yeah. <laughs> um, I need to feed my dog. So please subscribe for $69. <laughs> $69. <laughs> <laughs> oh anyway shit, let's funny. let's go to our next email um this is from carl uh who we've heard from before but this just uh ties into the last email uh hey to your fan that wrote about david lynch being in the cleveland show <laughs> which was uh of course uh was it mate yep um thank you uh i thanks i'd ever do that it was his voice uh this gets weirder Apparently, Bill Cipher from Gravity Falls was supposed to be played by David Lynch. However, he turned it down. So the show's creators just did a bad impression of him. <laughs> Have you watched Gravity Falls, Greg? A little bit. Yeah, I've watched a couple episodes. I, I really like it, and I want to keep watching it. I just uh, I just haven't. But uh, uh, I believe a former Simpsons writer created it. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it's good. It's a good show. But uh, I don't know who that Cipher character is. Might not be in where I'm at yet, or I just forget. But apparently do a bad David Lynch impression. Uh, next. Do you want to do the next one or do you want me to keep going? What... Yeah, keep going. All right. Um, this is from JP. Um, and yes, the, okay, yeah. I was like, did I do the right thing? Yes, JP. That's that's what they would like to be known as. Hey, neighborinos, I can't believe it's taken me this long to write you an email. I've recently realized I've been listening to The Two Bad Neighbors for a whopping six years. Wow. I originally randomly saw a post I think Alan had made on uh, r slash The Simpsons, that which I did. The, the, I also did, too, so I don't know. If, oh, well, yeah, they, no, it was probably me. It might have been me, though. No, but mine got a lot of upvotes. But it might have been me. <laughs> anyway, uh, I was super liminally convinced to start listening. That's right. It is I, the author of all your misfortunes, and also, I think, maybe your first iTunes review. Oh. Um, which is great. Since then, you guys have become my second most important source of information on the greater Calgary area theater scene. Great Simpsons stuff, too. <laughs> um, we do talk great about banter the, here. Here we go. So, we do talk about yeah. the Calgary theater scene um, a lot. Um, more back then, I think, because we were more uh, active in it. Yeah, well, I was at the very least. Yeah. Um, like, I, com in co comparatively. Yeah. I've been, like, kind of on the on uh on the outskirts of it i've never done you've you've done more work but yeah you haven't been in the in the elite inner circle because yeah. it's hard to get in there it's very very <laughs> difficult to to just bust into a room and have people be like sure yeah <laughs> yeah why not yeah let's cast, take a cast this man as atticus finch yeah let's take a chance on this guy yeah <laughs> Um, his story, I'm a little older than you guys. My first memory of the Simpsons is watching Itchy and Scratchy and Marge when I was pretty young. I work in science. No, I'm not Batman. And when I went back to school, I worked on a project that involved isolating bacteriophages, which are a mysterious group of bacterial viruses. Uh, there's a little video link, uh, <laughs> that I have not watched. I isolated a completely new example and in honor of my two heroes, Principal Skinner, uh, in Super Nintendo Chalmers, I named my phage Steamed Hams after a certain unforgettable luncheon. I included a picture of the little bugger below, stink lines and everything, um, which is great. Uh, that's me and my story. A very belated congratulations for getting to season 10. I had never watched Futurama much, but I binged it all about a year ago, and I'm enjoying the new pod so far. Um, 
And uh, if you haven't watched Billy West's breakdown of some of the voices he's done throughout his career, the range he shows is truly staggering. I've watched many a Billy West voice video. Um, they're all wonderful. Uh, fill your glasses with a tall draft of Skittlebrow or healthy mineral oil if you're a Greg bot. You've come a long way, baby. Um, P.S. Whichever one of you guys does the Dr. Ife character is so funny. What a great bit. Scares the hell out of me. <laughs> P.P.S. J.K. I know he's a real person. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Are you sure? We're not sure if he's a real person sometimes. Um, with all his uh, aliases and other things. Yeah. I anyway, thank you, JP. That was that was lovely. Uh, and if you are indeed the first iTunes reviewer, thank you. Everyone else, review us on iTunes. We could we could use more of those. Yeah, five stars or less. What? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> five stars or more. I'd oh, right. Say. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> uh, great. What do we got next? Carl again. Oh, yeah. He just wanted to list some of the addiction episodes because we were talking about that in uh, whichever feature I'm up the Bender gets addicted to electricity episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Simpsons addiction episodes. Uh, Duffless, which we mentioned. Springfield or how I learned to stop wearing love legalized gambling. Brother from the same planet. Lisa's addicted to uh, <laughs> arguably a phone sex line. It's a Corey hotline. Come on. Uh, pretty much any episode with Krusty has a subliminal addiction story. Smoke on the daughter, which, uh, we're now out of our purview. Lisa becomes addicted to nicotine. That sounds bad. A heartbroken kid, Bart addicted to fatty food and Krusty smokes crack. Also sounds bad. I'm sure there are more. Brooks is a guest star in that episode. Oh no. Well, it makes it sound a little better, but yeah. Um, he's funny. Uh, It's he's got a, it's a funny character if I remember correctly. Um, but nothing else works in it. And the episode where Homer Stokes Pod is Weekend at Burnsies, which is what we were just struggling to remember mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for that rundown. Um, we have a very short message from Aaron. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the last episode, this is a while ago, of course, Hell is Other Robots, Alan stated, we all let there be carnage, Greg. I didn't. Carry on. Um, thank you, Aaron. A, that's a real shame. You should, Aaron, you should go. No, let you did the right. Carnage. You God did the right it. thing. God damn it, Alan, it's good. <laughs> um, it's bad, Greg. Even better than and, the first? And you should feel bad. Perhaps. No, absolutely not. Oh, I saw my boy Ruben Flesher's new movie. Uncharted? Yeah. Uncharted? Yeah. How was it? It was fine. No, it was, I don't believe you. It was uh, it was no Venom, but uh, I, it was fine. You just, you just have a Venom bias, and so you're like, ah, Ruben, my boy Ruben. Yeah, I it's, didn't even know that be good. He, like, I didn't even remember that he directed it until his uh, name come up, and I was like, yeah, that's the kind of anonymous filmmaking I love. <laughs> wow, what praise. <laughs> <laughs> I love when I can't tell a director's touch. I love when I can't tell that a, when it's that just a, director a workman's was, director. Yeah, I can't even, I love when I can't tell a director was even involved. Yeah, that's the yeah, kind of that's made the, by a fucking studio yeah. who's just like, give us money, please. Mm-hmm. That they, they, that's they, art I love, Greg. Yeah, they need that's to put just like just like fucking NFTs. They just need to put someone in the chair. Yeah, you know, they need someone to say action and cut. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you, Aaron, for uh, being on my side. I hope, seemingly, I don't know. It sounds like they just didn't see it, but mm. still, it was the right choice. Uh, Write in if you think Let There Be Carnage is good or bad. And no additional. We're going to start a new Excel spreadsheet, mm, Greg. Mm-hmm. This is this is a great idea. I like this. Yeah. Let There Be Carnage, good or bad. No, We don't need any additional commentary. 
Or, like, we don't need any wishy-washy, like, uh, you know, that's some fun stuff, but, like, overall kind of messy. No. Good or bad. It's a binary for this purpose, uh, much like we did with Season 9. But, you know, of course, we got a lot of wishy-washy there, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, that's going to be the new Season 9 Excel sheet that Greg has on his Word document. That's right. Let there be carnage, yes or no. Good or bad. Uh, all right. Uh, question from Brandon. Um, first, Greg Bart, pardon me, Greg Bart, (laughs) Greg Bot has been much less in your face and obnoxious lately, so I decree that the moratorium can be lifted. Great. So happy to have your permission. Yes. Second, and most importantly, the Canadian mogul skier just fell, and I noticed her name was something Frenchy, which led to the statement, she must be from Quebec, the Texas, Florida of Canada. (laughs) Do you think that statement is accurate? Does Quebec really want to be on its own because of the foul nature of of the inhabitants, but deeply knows it would be completely effed without the rest of the nation to support the more destitute sections of the provincial state population? You're the only Canadians I am on friendly terms with, oh my god, and even know, in spite of it being my secondary country of choice. Thank you, take care, go Pens. Wow, okay. I mean, So, a lot to unpack there. Yeah, first thing, uh, go Pens, obviously. Sidney Crosby, we love them. Um, yeah, un- I mean... Un- unless they happen to face off against the Montreal Canadiens in the, in, in, then, in the playoffs. In which case, yeah, they can go fuck themselves. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's not going to happen, though, this year, for obvious no, reasons. No, you don't think so? <laughs> <laughs> you know they're 6-1 and one in their last seven games. Yeah, that was a fun win streak. That was, that was nice, and they beat the Flames in overtime. They beat the Flames the yeah. other night. Yeah, I'm just saying, they got uh, Hamburglar Hammond. Yeah, and he's out with a. And he's done it before. He's out with a lower back injury. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Never mind. All right, they cancel. They had to Remember. recall Primo. Remember that guy? <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Oh no. I indeed. do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was fun to have you know new new coach interim coach take over and just be like, oh, someone who knows what he's doing yeah. can make this team win. And, and not be the last in the league. Then Martin St. Louis. Uh, now they're second last in the league, baby. Yeah. Take that, Coyotes. Yeah, fucking Coyotes. <laughs> right down at the bottom where they belong. Ow. Anyway, uh, that's what that's what you get for saying two words related to hockey in your email. Uh, <laughs> we start rambling. Anyway, yes, Quebec is absolutely the Texas of Canada. Now I want to I I want to um, uh, qualify this. Yes, of bit. course. Because um, for Americans. Um, we have a lot of Texases in Canada. That's true. Alberta is kind of a Texas. Alberta is a Texas. Quebec is very much a Texas. Um, and uh, Newfoundland's kind of a Texas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Saskatchewan's kind of a Texas. <laughs> um, there's a lot. There's, there's basically yeah, we got a lot of Texases and not a lot of uh, New York states. Let's let's put it that way. Yeah, um, I think BC is our New York state. Yeah, it is. Um, and it, Toronto's our LA. Would that be accurate? Yeah, that or would, should it be, should that be flipped? Um, n- Toronto Toronto is I think more more LA than than New York. I think so too, and um, I think Vancouver feels more New Yorky. Yeah, by the by the way it's kind of limited. I mean it makes sense it's... because, you know, Canada is the evil doppelganger of the US, so Or America's the East Coast, West Coast. Yeah, the East Coast, West Coast cities need to flip. Yeah, that makes sense. Um yeah. But yeah, I I don't think it's a I don't think it's an easy thing to do. Like obviously the history of Quebec is um uh, much closer to that of Texas, but the current mindset of uh of Texas, I don't fully know, but uh it feels like it's all over the place in canada it yeah 
Well, I mean, yeah, my understanding of Texas in a lot of ways is just that it doesn't agree with a lot of the rest of the country's uh, morals and ethics and carnal forbearance. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they they have a lot of laws that are like the rest of the country's like, what? Why are you doing that? You know, and they seem to want to be their own thing in that sense. And that's Quebec feels that way a lot in a lot of senses also. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, why are you why are you making us do all this in the country? We want to do this instead. And they do. Anyway, thank you for that. Um, I definitely want to get to this Christie one. All right. Um, uh, the subject <clears throat> is Alan, go watch Fraggle Rock. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Christy says, I tried. Hey guys, I, I don't tried. have a question. I just want to give my congrats to Allie for hearing her work on Fraggle Rock. The new series is wonderful and it's so nice to know Calgary helped make it happen. If you guys ever cover a Muppet movie on the Patreon, please make sure Allie is invo- involved. Definitely. I would love to hear <laughs> her, her perspective. And if the new series doesn't get a season two, I'll consider Alan personally responsible for not doing his part in watching it. Cheers, Christy. Thank you, Christy. Uh, yeah, and that that is fair to blame me for it, but uh, in if you do that, you know, in uh, a roundabout way, you have to blame Apple uh, as a company because I did try. Thousand percent, yes. Yeah, it's a joint, um, it's a joint it's, failing. Yeah, joint failing. <laughs> uh, but I have I've told both Greg and Ellie. I'm like I'm happy to watch it at your place with you guys. You know, like I would I do want to watch it. I just don't have the means to do so. The opening uh, song is such a banger, guys. It's so yeah, good. and I've li- I've I've watched that and listened to that at your place. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, it'd be fun to just like you know, uh, get some maybe get some fruity pebbles. I don't know. It would be a good snack for <laughs> watching Fraggle Rock. I mean the Skittle Brow. Skittle Brow, sure. Yeah. Uh, do- doozer sticks. Doozer sticks. Yeah, we should definitely get some yeah. doozer sticks. Those probably taste like plastic, but whatever. Well, yeah. Well, we'd, we'd make our own. For, I, I wasn't saying get the actual ones from right. the show. Right. <laughs> you know, you make your own version that's just like sugar cane sticks or something. Well, I think anyway. we're warmed up now. I think we can uh, hop into the into the episode. Let's do it. Um, we are here, of course, to talk about Mars University, which is the eleventh episode of season one. Written by Jay Stewart Burns, directed by Brett Holland, and original air date October third, nineteen ninety nine. Now, I'm I'm kind of uh, glad that that we haven't uh, recorded for a little while because it allowed me to miss this um, in a major way. Because uh, when I was when I was watching this episode, I was just I was laughing the whole time. Oh, yeah. This episode yeah. is so much better than I remember it being. Um, yeah, you know what? Me too. Yeah, I think uh, I think the Gunter character always kind of graded on me for some reason. Like I just didn't love him as a character. Yeah, and so so my like recollection and my 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 re- remembrance of this episode was oh like maybe one I don't like as much as the others in season one, but watching this time I had a blast. I yeah. thought it was great. Gunter's awesome. I like Gunter. He's so funny. He puts his hat on his butt. <laughs> he puts his hat on his butt. <laughs> No, this is a great, this is a great, great episode. Um, the, it's got a solid A plot, yep. you know, with Gunter and, and Fry and the professor. And then you yep. got a, a fun B plot with, with Robot House, which I think is fucking hilarious. The only, the only criticism I have is how it cuts between the two. Um, sure. I find it, I find it a little bit disconnected at times. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, it does help just keep the pace. You know, like yeah, by yeah, yeah. by cutting so so quickly between these these two plots, it just just like it's just bam 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 bam, and it's a it's a really really fun episode that I was not expecting to enjoy as much as I did. Yes, and um, 
I, it's also interesting, you know, because it seems so. I mean, obviously, it's beholden to um, uh, like Animal House and the, like you know frat. Like it's a classic like frat movie spoof. Yeah. But it feels so beholden to Homer Goes to College. Yes. Um, and it's and it's interesting because it does do a lot of similar things to that episode, but also it's it's on Mars. It's yeah. like you know, it's, it's like it's got a it's got a Futurama twist to it. There are some crazy Simpsons parallels in this episode. Uh, yes. First of all, it's basically Futurama does Homer Goes to College. Yeah, uh, which is in itself a great idea. Like it's a, it's not just a, it's not just a Simpsons episode. It's a trope episode of sitcoms in general. Yep. Like yep. if you can do a goes to college episode without having it be your entire show, you should do it. Um, Absolutely. Because it's a fun, it's a fun location to go to, and because it's animated, you get to do it, and it's fun. Um, the the Simpsons Bart and Homer appear in this episode as little stuffed animals at the carnival that. Yep, uh, Fry got that. his uh, his uh, <laughs> degree at um, his diploma of uh, of dropout. Yeah, and um, of course, uh, when Gunter is presumed dead, the professor wants to eat him. Of course, much like Gram- let, let that meat go to waste. Yeah, much like Grandpa Simpson was. Yeah, I can't wait to eat that monkey. He just couldn't wait to eat that monkey. Um, <laughs> it's a weird it's funny because parallel. When I was watching, yeah, when I was watching that, I was like, oh yeah, it's established that the professor likes to eat monkeys. It's and not. then I, and then I remembered, no wait, that's Grandpa Simpson because <laughs> I was thinking that that exact line yeah. that I can't wait to eat that monkey. Yeah, um, was that Mojo? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, Pray for Mojo. Pray for Mojo. Um, yeah, this is it's a lot of fun. I I think it's funny how it's like, all right, we got to deliver this package to Mars University, uh, and then it's just like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna enroll. <laughs> I'm here now. <laughs> you know, we talked about the the idea of the the Futurama um, kind of uh, the way it works. The way the show works is, what's the package? Where is this going to take them? That's the adventure, right? And it's a great device for creating a uh, syndicated, or sorry, a, a episodic uh, TV show. And I just find it funny that in this case they were like, okay, well, how do we get them to like go to college? Like, well, they're delivering somebody to college, and then Fry decides to enroll, <laughs> and Bender hangs out with the robot house. Like, you know, it's just it's goofy, but it's it fun. makes it makes a lot of sense. It feels like um, the professor. Like I love that they bring the professor there. Um, yeah. It it makes the it makes the episode so great because this feels like the first time he's actually on an adventure with them. Mm-hmm. And the episode starts with the line "Good news, everyone." So of course, all already already you know you're in for a good time. And then every scene that the professor's in is awesome because he's so funny and. I had to split up my favorite joke this this time around ah. into two: my favorite joke and my favorite professorism, because there's <laughs> there's there's so much that that he has in in this particular episode because he gets to come on the trip with them, and all of those elements that that we talk about, like they have a delivery to make. There's a package where their delivery is and what's in the package make up for the adventure. That's all there. In this episode, they just decide to stay a little longer. Yeah. The stakes are pretty low and very, very, like, in a very charming way. 
Well, they're low for our main cast, but I think what's interesting is they give Gunter the stakes, right? Yes. Like, like Gunter becomes kind of the main character of the episode, and it's his journey that we're going through. Where, which you know, they they mostly just find jokes about it, and, and but there is something really, I think, kind of introspective and interesting about this idea of like the burden of intelligence. You know, like it's what they try to do with uh, Homer, you know, backwards backwards E or whatever. Um, poorly where with the with the yeah with, poorly with the crayon on the brain thing um and you know obviously it's been done in many uh, that's based on flowers for algernon which is you know kind of the basis for this kind of story but this idea that like uh, the burden of intelligence like the the smarter you are the worse you'll feel because you realize how shitty the world is and like how hard it is to nap you know like and I, i'll be honest i've thought about this I don't, I don't claim to be like an incredibly intelligent person by any means but like I have at least I, I I'm confident in at least like a high enough uh, like knowledge of the world to to feel those like that burden of like there's things wrong in the world that I have no idea how to solve and can't solve as as one person. Uh, you know, I can do my part as much as I can. But, you know, when things like we were talking earlier about like gas prices going up, I'm just like, this sucks. And I wish I was just ignorant and just like just like, oh, well, that's the gas price today. Doop to doop. You know, and didn't realize this is like a, a harbinger of like inflation continuing and 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 pay rate stagnating. You know, and like the middle class disappearing and uh, the poor getting poorer, the rich getting richer, and like all that shit. If I didn't know all that, I'd have a much happier life. Mm-hmm. You know, and I want. I wish I could just like break my dumb monkey hat and have it be slightly less uh, uh, work slightly less, so that. I, I can be a bit more ignorant of that kind of thing. But, you know, at the same time, that's not a good thing for people to be in that state. So it's def- as, as a whole, as a whole, it's, it's definitely the, um, the hook of the sci-fi that we look for in, in the best episodes of Futurama. Like, yeah, because great sci-fi comments on something that is either universal or, um, a part of the world that we currently live in, in a way that, we can um, sort of take a, a step back from. And the idea of, as you say, the burden of intelligence and ignorance being bliss is something that I think we all think about. And yeah. having it be distilled into this monkey is just <laughs> so funny. Um, I remember, just speaking of Gunter, I remember, like we were saying, not really connecting with Gunter on the when I when I watched this um years ago. Um mm-hmm. I think it had to do with the voice a lot of right. it. Um and I was like I was on and I was on Fry's side, but this time around I'm like, no, that voice is so cute and funny and and perfect for what this character needs and for what what they have to be because like the the character just sounds like uh, a woman doing a a 10 year old boy's voice yeah well and and it's it's uh, of course both simpsons and feature on a staple trust mcneil yeah um who does this kind of voice often all the time and uh, she's very good at it yeah. obviously but this yeah. is one of her stock voices that we've heard yeah. before and it fits gunter perfectly um, and I shouldn't mention as well, uh, Frank Wilker, of course, does uh, him his voice when he's not wearing a hat. Does he also do his parents? Uh, I would imagine so. I mean, I, I I don't know if I can find that information officially, but mm-hmm. it, it would be uh, wild if, if he didn't. Because <laughs> if they he, have him, he's really good at monkey voices. Yeah, you can get up to three characters without paying them more. So <laughs> is that his deal? 
that's that's the I think that's the voice actor thing. Oh really? Okay, I thought that was like a Frank Welker clause, <laughs> which would be smart. That's why they would like throw Mark Hamill into different voices in whatever Batman episode he would appear appear in. Right, 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 right. So it's like just fill it out, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I get what you mean. Yeah, the the voice uh, is. I feel yeah. I feel like if there, if it was a different voice, like if it was a voice we had never heard before, maybe I would have connected quicker as mm. a as a lad. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, this time it didn't bother me. Uh, I like Tress McNeil a lot, um, and I think uh, Gunter's cool. And I think one of the things that turned me off about it the first time around is the is how Gunter and Fry interacted, and I was like, what is right? How they're kind of antagonists yeah. for for the first bit. But yeah. this time I'm like, no, this is brilliant. This is so funny. This is so, it's so funny. funny. One of my favorite bits, which is just so simple, is when Fry's stuffing his face with food. Yeah. And Gunter comes over, and I can't remember what he says. But oh, he's like, Fry just like, I was on a date with Chrissy. Oh yeah, with Chrissy, and yeah. Fry just stops like slowly like his chewing slows and then he stops and just glares it's yeah. so funny because so he like fry wants to say something but he's got his mouth full yeah. so it's just like nah, stupid stupid little guy their first interaction is so great it ends with just fry saying i don't like you i don't like you <laughs> there are there's like i think there's there's three moments in this episode that gave me that same sense of like like very simply delivered lines, very mm-hmm. simple lines, simply delivered that are so funny. Um, yeah. Well, one I of mean, them is that, my favorite joke, but I'll okay. we'll get to that. That moment, I just want to say because uh, it's you know the professor's like, come on, you two get along. Like there's already some friction right away, and pr- professor's like, come on. And so Fry does try. He's like, do you want a banana? Yeah. He's like, I don't eat bananas. I prefer banana flavored uh, like energy bars energy, made of tofu. Yeah. And he's, he's like, I don't like you, <laughs> which is like, you know, it's it's that kind of uh, trope of the the kind of hippie, right? Like the, uh, you know, like uh, actually the the elitism, yeah. right? Like actually, I prefer this, and it's like, and Fry's the the antithesis of that, right? Like he's the he's the everyman uh, dude who's like, I like cheeseburgers, you know, and so when someone's like, um, I prefer tofu burgers, he's gonna be like, fuck you, yeah honestly and it's great for good reason too yeah <laughs> yeah let me eat a cheeseburger get off my back he's trying to he, like he literally just tried to yeah to make that to make that piece and it's gunter who's not into yeah. it uh there like every time they cross paths in this episode i was for it it was really really funny uh even the like I, I didn't think I would like it as much as I did, but when they do that so obvious Goodwill Hunting parody, because <laughs> yeah. moment, because like it's often, I think, overlooked that Goodwill Hunting is a campus movie. Right, yeah. Uh, so it fits beautifully into what they're doing, but it's like, I got her number. How do you like them bananas? <laughs> yeah. It's funny. It's the, the only word they change is banana from like <laughs> from apple. And the thing is, the word banana is objectively so much funnier than apple. That's true. It's a funny word. It's a really funny word that we just say all the time. And I don't think we actually like <laughs> uh, zoom out enough and, and, and think, wow, banana is such a silly word. We should enjoy that. That is more. true. I will say that about most words, though. <laughs> 
I think words are pretty silly. <laughs> oh, it's like the um when you when you and when you really boil it down like that that part in Hamlet where he's like words 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 words, words. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. This is funny. It's a funny play. And then he's like is like how like a whale, sir. <laughs> whale is a funny word. <laughs> Um. Yeah. And yes. I, and yes. Hamlet. Hamlet is a is a funny it's, play. It's, yeah, it's one of his great great comedies. Um. The. Uh, the, the the B plot. Talk about that a bit. With Robot House. Yeah. This is the this is the most like direct comparison to Homer Goes to College, uh-huh. of course. Uh, because you got the dean, you got the crusty old dean. You got the difference, uh... of course. The the great thing about Homer Goes to College, as we as we talked about in that episode is the dean's just a nice guy <laughs> right like it's it's turning the the trope on its head of uh animal house and 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 those kind of shows where the dean is the like the the mean stuff shirt like oh well i don't want you to have any fun whereas in homer goes to college he's he's like yeah, i play bass with the pretenders <laughs> you know like he's just a nice guy yeah and homer's an asshole and that's why it's really funny uh, but it, of course in this one they're going full animal house and they're making the dean uh, a stuffed shirt who hates Robot House, and it's so fucking funny. I love Dean Vernon so much. He's yeah. one of my favorite one-off characters in Futurama. Um, even just his introduction. Um, let me see if I can find it here because I, I think it's so fucking funny. Um, what I love about being dean of students is the peace and quiet and the respect I receive. Right. And then the phone rings, and he goes, "Now what's all this about?" <laughs> He's immediately angry at just his phone ringing. <laughs> uh, and then Robot House comes in, and he's Robot House. Yeah, Robot um, House. It's so fucking good. Um, Fatbot eats his model. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just great. I love Dean Vernon. I um, like because we brought it up. That is my favorite joke. His his phone call thing. The yeah, or the, the the peace and quiet and respect that it brings. <laughs> eh, eh, what's all this about? Uh, and then like robot house, and they walk in. This is all part yeah. of it. And yeah. uh, and Bender says, "Hey, Dean, that's a nice model. You keep away from it now." <laughs> like he's instantly. Yeah, he doesn't protected. even know Bender. Yeah. Bender's new. He knows Robot House by reputation, I guess. Um, and he's immediately like, "You keep away from it." Um, oh, he's so funny. Uh, of course, should be noted, named after John Vernon, uh, who's the Canadian actor who played uh, Dean Wormer in Animal House. So, oh, that's a little, that's little, smart. T- little tie-in. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, like the <laughs> okay, the other part I really love is uh, of course like the near the end um, when they're doing the uh, the boat race or whatever. Um, oh, what does he say? Uh, he's like, he's, he's like, you all know the rules. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm trying to find the quote here. Um, is it when he shoots their raft? <laughs> no, it's before that. Sorry. Uh, here we go. Uh, fuck Hold on. You all know the rules. Here, okay, you all know the rules. Whichever house wins the regatta becomes head of the Greek council. And should that house currently be on any type of multiple secret probation, it will be lifted, and I will be forced to serve as grand marshal of a parade honoring them. It's just so, like, goofy sitcom, like, like, I, everyone knows the rules. 
but let me explain it yeah. in ex- excruciating detail because it's very convoluted and is obviously very written to be uh, to make Robot House the winners and then have the parade. It's great. Um, I love Dean Vernon. Uh, he should be in more of this episode. <laughs> That's my only complaint. He's great. He's he's really great. I love his little model. It's like a uh-huh. it's a spaceship. You stay away with, from that. It's a spaceship with sails. Yeah. Uh, I, I, the, the parent teacher, the, the, the parents night, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what's the name of the, of the rival frat? Oh, um, you know, the, the turtlenecks. Um, yeah. That's I such a, house. that's such a classic, uh, but so it's the, it's the preppy, the preppy yeah. guys, right? Like that's, that's a classic. Yeah. That's a classic one from animal house directly. Yeah. And I can only think of one other, uh, I can only think of one other uh, property that does it like this and it's wet, hot American summer. Yeah. And that's exactly what I think of anytime. Uh, Tam- apparently Tam- it's just called, Camp- it's just called Snooty House. Sno- so. Oh, great. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's like uh, said in the episode, but it's probably written on yeah. their on their raft. The the their boat is called the SS Von Snoot. Um... <laughs> that's great. Uh, I say you've damaged our servants' quarters and our servants. Um, they're great. The Snooty Snooty House. There you go. I can't remember if they say it in the episode, but I I, I want to rewatch now and see if they do, because um, that's really funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what else? I mean, uh, you know, uh, professor. One of my favorite professor line um, uh, was, uh, "It's like I, I'm a professor. I don't know how to teach." <laughs> that was my favorite professor joke. Of, that's, okay. Sorry, uh, I'm ruining all of your favorite jokes. Um, <laughs> But I, I, just, I, I do uh, want to talk yeah. about this because I think this particular episode is so uh, ripe for our question, the why of Fry. Mm-hmm. Yep. Be, because he enrolls in university just to drop out. That's true. That's his whole reason for being there. He's like, well, my, my, my college dropout certificate is the equivalent of a high school dropout certificate now in the 30th century. 31st century mm-hmm. 31st, um, yeah. and um, I have to go back to, to college in order to be a college dropout uh, yeah. but professor is like oh, I'm a professor I can't teach uh, so basically my why of Fry is like why the hell do we go to university <laughs> um, well Greg as someone currently in university yeah and taking a sociology course where uh, a lot of that is talked about, about the idea of uh, social status and how our ascribed status is, uh, is uh, often uh, more in focus than our earned status. Um, there's a lot to talk about in terms of why university is such a, a commonality for uh, at least, you know, people who are in the middle class, I would say, um, and the upper class, of course, but that's a whole other thing. Um, it is this idea of uh, having that piece of paper, having that degree, 
in society is viewed as as an achievement as a as a positive right yep, yep. and and I just want to say I'm, I don't necessarily agree with any of this. I'm just saying this is this is kind of the the why of fry. It's you know we we as a society have deemed the more the more time and money you put into an education, the more educated you are. Um, and that's also why uh, upper levels of or like jobs that pay more money, like doctors and lawyers and dentists and things like that, uh, cost a whole heck of a lot more money to get those degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, and often much more time as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, it is a social thing that we've created that, uh, there is, there does seem to be like this kind of pushback against it in recent years, but not nearly enough for it to, to, uh, to burst or to, to change. Uh, I would guess, uh, no, you know, again, being not super intelligent, but like if I had to guess, I would say maybe there'd be like a, an upheaval of the education system in 50 years. Um, I think it'll take at least that long. Um, but I don't know. I, I could be proven wrong. You know, I know there's like pushes to uh, make education free and uh, eliminate student debt and like all this kind of stuff, make tuition free. You know, there's stuff like that that's being pushed by young people in um, uh, in politics currently. Uh, I just, I, I honestly feel like this, current generation and the and our previous generation kind of all need to die out before before that'll start happening because everyone's just so set in their ways and they're just and it's also this idea that well i paid to go to college so you all should have to also yeah you know there's that whole like thing um that people are against eliminating student debt because they're like i i paid off my student debt why should they get it get it for free and it's just this backwards thinking of like because I had to go through something, everyone else should have to also. When in reality, wouldn't you want like if I had kids, God forbid, <laughs> uh, ah. <laughs> I I would want my children to not go through the shit that I went through. Yeah, not the other way around. You know, I wouldn't be like, well, I when I was a lad, I had to do this as a uh, to to get an education. I'd be like, man. I'm so happy that you don't have to do what I had to do because it was a fucking nightmare, you know? And I don't understand why that mentality is so seeming seemingly so uncommon. Um, but yeah, we go to university for, for the, for the prestige, for the, for the status that it ascribes to us. Um, and uh, it's unfortunate, but uh, it's kind of the way it is. I mean, the reason I went back to school is not because I think I'll suddenly like become way more intelligent and way more smarter when it comes to film studies uh, it's because I need that paper to work in film studies in any field. Because otherwise they're like, well, why would we hire you mm-hmm. when we got this person who took a, a four-year course uh, about film studies? Mm-hmm. You know? And I know like, it's I'm like sure people it's, are like, oh, that... there's, no, there's no jobs for film studies, idiot. And I'm like, yeah, maybe. But well, no, <laughs> but, but it's what uh, I'm interested like, in. It's so. the thing that we're like, there, there are jobs for it. It's like, it's all about writing. You know? Yeah. It's about getting yeah. published, which is... Yeah. Um, like, and that's the thing I'm learning probably, too is like you're, you're probably not going to unless you have either previously published or you have the degree, right? No yeah. one's going to look at your stuff unless you have the bona fides already. Yeah. You know, like if you want to like if you want to publish for a for for like a, a an online uh an online website, you probably could. Yeah. Now, but get paid for it? Yeah, Forget probably it. not. Or like they'd be like, oh, you'll get paid in uh, remuneration with how many hits you get, you know. And it's like, so basically nothing, mm-hmm. <laughs> unless it goes viral or something. Anyway, 
Um, yeah, what I'm learning in, in school, uh, you know, and I, and I, I've had many ups and downs throughout. I'm only in almost done my second semester, um, of four cause I'm only doing two years. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I've had many times where I'm like, should I, should I keep doing this? Like, should I just like drop out? And really the push that's keeping me going is like, is the, uh, um, what is it? The, um, uh, Oh fuck! What's it called? The uh, when you're gambling, you're a gambler. Oh, the sunk cost uh, fallacy. The sunk cost fallacy. Thank you. Yes. Oh, I'm very familiar with the sunk cost fallacy. <laughs> but that's definitely where I'm at right now. Where Alan, I'm just like, I put. Alan, why can't I just do it a little bit? <laughs> I know, I know. It's it's okay. Uh, don't do it, Greg. Um, but yeah, like the the sunk cost fallacy in terms of I put this time and effort in yeah. to uh, almost two semesters so far, like. I need to finish. I need to get my degree mm-hmm. because otherwise I'll feel like a failure. And, you know, I don't necessarily necessarily think I would be. It's just more for my own, uh, my own self-worth. I get my own, like myself. It's, it's more for myself at this point where I'm like, I want to finish it. I've, I want to finish what I started. Um, I don't know what will come from this degree and if it'll get me the kind of job I want, because the thing I'm learning is I kind of hate academia when it comes to film. Mm. Um, I don't, I, I'm learning a lot. I, I actually am learning a lot and I'm watching a lot of movies I never would have watched otherwise and I'm enjoying it overall. But the articles that I read or the, you know, the the stuff that I am needed, needing to read in ter- in relation to these films are just so less interesting to me than like a critical review or uh, just someone telling me their own personal thoughts about the movie, you know? Like I find that way more fascinating because it's more based on emotions uh, than it is based on intelligence and all the academia buzzwords and like, like uh, in this paper, I will describe the reason why blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, cool, just do it. Like, you know, and, but that's what, that's what, how you have to write those papers. Mm, right. And I've, I have yeah. to write these papers that way, you know? And I'm like, I'd like to, the, my favorite assignment was when uh, the professor was like, write a film review of this, of one of the movies we watched in the class. And like, you know, there were some stipulations and some like uh, logistics you had to follow. But for the most part, I was able to just write how I felt. And it was my favorite paper and guess what? I got a fucking A on it. Like, <laughs> yeah, obviously. you know, like, yeah. I mean, I got A's on the other ones. Too, well, because but, so. well, the thing is, you're gonna you're gonna let it come in to your to to the thing that you're actually excited about. Like, yeah. um, you're not like Fry. You're gonna finish this, right? Right. Yeah. You didn't enroll just to drop out. No, <laughs> you know that was not the goal. Um, yeah. Also, that does take it. Like, if you're because the the level of ignorance that i think we both have is um is is less than we would like <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah if you were to drop out that would do something to you that would yeah that would hit you in a way that you might not feel for a little while yeah you know but it would well, down the line immediately it depends it depends right because do you remember when i went to when i went back to school yeah for a week and a half yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. um I dropped out and I didn't have the sunk cost fallacy at that point because it was just a week and a half. And I was like, I know yeah. I'm not liking this. I got to get out of here. But it hurt. And you you probably didn't have to pay tuition as well, right? They kept half of it. They kept. Okay. I yeah. mean, that's oftentimes they'll have yeah, like yeah. some kind of stipulation. So people don't always do that. They but, kept yeah. half of it, but I got to keep the backpack. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It's the most expensive so backpack I've say, ever. How had. expensive was that? Backpack? It was a fifteen hundred dollar backpack. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean that's the other thing too. I think uh, you know my 
I, I was very privileged with my previous degree in that um, my parents were, were had saved enough and were able to to pay my way through that. Um, just for tuition, I should yeah. say. Like I, you know, I still had to work and and uh, feed myself and all that stuff. But uh, tuition wise, I didn't have to take out a student loan. Whereas this time, I did have to take out a student loan. So that's the other thing too. Is I'm like, well, if I'm gonna have to pay the student loan back, I'd like it to be for something, mm-hmm. not just a, 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 you know, I try a, a lark. Like I tried film studies for a year. Yeah. And, and still have to pay back, you know, like 20 grand. So anyway, um, that's the what why. a fun time. That's the why of Fry. That's the why of Fry. But he wasn't taking film studies or no, he, or whatever <laughs> I took. Um, he, was uh, taking he was taking <laughs> theoretical mathematics of some kind. It was the mathematics of quantum neutrino fields. Uh, he made it up so that yeah, no, that no student it. would dare take it. Yeah. And Fry writes down mathematics of wanton burrito meals. I'll be there. Fry, no, please. I don't know how to teach. I'm a professor. Then let's talk about this. Yeah. A little bit. Um, professors. Yeah. Notoriously, not great teachers. <laughs> yeah, some better than others. Uh-huh. Very much so. Yes. I think that's I don't very, think it's a blanket. That's very accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in my, you know, so I'm, I'm, I've taken 10 classes so far. You know, five are currently in progress, but... Of those 10 classes, I've had uh, one, two, three, four, seven professors, I think. Um, two of which I've never met. Mm. Uh, I mean, I haven't met any of them in person yet, but two of which I never met because they all just upload their shit online and are like, you you deal with it on your time. Um, Sounds great. <laughs> which is so fun, yeah. especially when it's a two-hour video that teaches, uh, you know, the stuff I learned in the textbook in uh, 20 minutes. Mm. Um <laughs> It's like the driest, like, anyway, that was, that was a whole, whole other thing. Um, and then, uh, other professors, uh, have TAs, you know, so I don't even meet the professors often. I I talk with the TAs more often. Um, but I've had some professors that I've really liked and, and, you know, I think it's partly because it's film studies and therefore we're talking about subjects I really, I'm really interested in, but, uh, um, yeah, and it's been, and, and also they've been very like cognizant of, um, you know, uh, the one professor we've had, we had this big symposium last week that we had to attend. That was another thing about like all these fucking academics from all over the world, um, spouting a bunch of bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) I don't mean that. Uh, but it's just like, I, it basically, it made me feel dumb. You know, I'm just like, they're, they're just saying all these things that are so interesting, but I'm just like, I can never, I, I don't feel like I could ever be on that level of like having that wherewithal to write these kind of papers. Um, but, uh, you know, he, the professor for those classes was like, it's a lot. I know it's a lot. And I'm not expecting you to write a paper on these symposiums because these are professional academics and I don't want you to feel like you have to like be on their level as it were. Um, so you are going to write a diary entry about it and it's going to be pass fail. So as long as you show up and you write your diary entry and it meets the criteria, you'll pass, you'll get 25% of your grade or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, which is very good. You know, I'm like, that's a very good way of looking at this and realizing that we're students who are trying to learn, who are a lot of, a lot of them very, very, uh, conscious and, uh, precious about grades. You know, I'm less so, even though I do like, you know, I want good grades, but I'm not one of those who's going to be like, ah, like, why did I lose 2% on this professor? You know, like there's people who are like that. Um, Oh yeah. 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 And, but, you know, he was very cognizant of, of just where our, uh, energy level would be at at this kind of midterm point as well. 
um, which I, I very much appreciated. So, anyway, did you ever some professors fight for really a good. Grade? Sorry, I just thought about. This. I did actually. Yeah. So, just last semester, um, there was a whole kerfuffle with my final paper for a class that uh, I got a F on because uh, I did quote unquote didn't follow instructions because there was this whole thing you had to choose an article from the course and a film from the course and you had to uh, write a paper discussing them in 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 conjunction mm -hmm. but you couldn't you couldn't choose a paper and a film from the same week uh you know because like usually this paper on this week is about that film that week and so okay. like that's you know quote unquote easy and it's to it's to use your knowledge to uh relate it to something else so what happened was there was i don't know if it was a mistake i still don't know if uh, how it worked out but the film that i used was listed twice on the syllabus and i didn't see it the second time I only saw it the first time. So it's, I thought it was, you know, week three was this film. And then week eight was this paper I was going to use to talk about it. Turns out that film was also in week eight. So uh, he said, you know, didn't follow instructions, used the film and article from the same week. I, I kind of fought back for a bit, but it seemed like he wasn't going to budge. I actually started the process of doing like a uh, an official like request for reappraisal from the department. Um, and he eventually emailed me back and was like, Actually, a lot of people have come forward with the same issue that you had. So I'm realizing now that it was my fault for not being clear with with this, these instructions and with the, you know, which films were with which week or whatever. So I will do a reappraisal of your of your grade, and I got an A on it. So oh, super duper. Yeah, that then you fight for it. Um, I never fought for a grade once in my life. In my first degree, absolutely not. Yeah. I didn't give a shit. I mean, it's it's so wild the difference in my grades this time than uh, my my U of L degree because. I bet. It was like D's and C's and a couple F's uh, where I was just like, well, I guess that'll hurt my GPA and it doesn't count as a credit. So I'll have to take more classes. But like I hated that class. So I'm, I don't care. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just I, I didn't. And I think if I had the knowledge I have today, A, I wouldn't have taken some of those classes that I eventually got F's in. Yeah. Uh, but B, I would have just put more effort into those classes also, you know, and it's to at least pass. It's not them. that hard. Yeah. It's really not. And uh, and I, I was just, you know, I, I wasn't into the concept of taking classes outside of my degree you know what i mean like the whole like general liberal education requirement as they're called at L. you know like you have to take science courses i'm like i'm i want to act i don't give a shit about science yeah you know and i get why they do it like to you know in a, in a certain sense but i i feel like there should be more uh leniency with with that kind of stuff i think there should be less requirements and I almost feel like it should be more of a pass fail uh, in that sense, mm. um, because as long as I think as long as you put the work in and are trying to learn, like if it's if it's something you're not interested in, it's harder to learn about it, you know. And like with the the mathematics course I took, like I was just like, none of this is interesting to me. It's not something I'm looking to do as a career. Um, I'm gonna put my the effort in, but then like the I remember the final paper or sort of the final test for that course was a nightmare i was like i don't i don't remember any of this shit <laughs> i got i did a math i did a math course in university um yeah nothing like what um the professor was teaching um <laughs> but uh i um it, i still had a seizure in it and <laughs> oh no <laughs> and i uh i squeaked by with a c plus i'm pretty sure that was uh pity because you know i had a seizure <laughs> in the class yeah he's like oh boy Please don't sue us. And um, so I've had a uh, phobia of math ever since. That's fair. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a valid reason to, <laughs> to have a phobia of math. Um, yeah. Anyway, 
Uh, I'm enjoying this journey into school way more because, again, because my previous degree took care of a lot of credits that I didn't need to worry about. Mm -hmm. So I've really had, I had to take one science course uh, and then I can take electives. There's a bunch of electives I can take and then otherwise it's all film. And so it's mostly what I'm there to study anyway. Right. So. Yeah. And I think more, more degrees should be like that is I guess basically what I'm saying is like, if this is your chosen degree, that should be mostly what you're studying, yeah. not a bunch of other shit. And I, again, I'm okay with having a couple peppered in because they want people to be overall well-rounded individuals. But you know, I don't know. I learned a bunch of science shit by watching movies. You also you went to primer. You also went to high school. <laughs> That's true. And uh, <laughs> yes, I I've seen primer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and now we're both experts in time travel. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's a pretty boring movie, actually. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's pretty dry. Um, well, shall we move on to favorite joke? Oh, I yeah. Know you already mentioned yours. Yeah. Did you have any other like bits you wanted to mention? Um. Let's see. I can say mine while you think. Uh, my favorite joke is, it's a professorism, and it's, why, why, why didn't I break his legs? <laughs> um, it's a it's a great professorism. Yeah. It's one that's always stuck in my brain. I loved as a kid, and I still think it's very funny today. So, uh, the the dean though, I mean, the dean's an honorable mention for me, in, just in in general. I think he's so funny. The the other one. For me, I just gotta we gotta mention it is um, I'm going to business school. No, no! <laughs> yeah, and the little the little uh, Animal House interstitials at the end or subtitles, whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, he goes to business school. He's now the CEO of Fox. Of course, great <laughs> classic Fox dig. Uh, we love it. Yeah, Leela um, went on a date with the dean, and he didn't call her back. He didn't call her back. Yeah. Leela's very um, tertiary in this episode. Um, she is, yeah. She's. Uh, it's not her episode no. by any means. Which yeah. is fine. Uh, yeah. She'll get more. Um, yeah. Other characters take the backseat sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes she has to. Yeah. So I want to talk about my fave tech. Yeah. Gunter's hat. It's the hat. Yeah, yeah. me too. It's definitely the hat. Um, really. Like when he puts it on his butt. Uh, it's it's another yeah he puts on his butt which is very cute and funny um, another classic <laughs> uh, another classic one is like the when um, Fry Fry laughs <laughs> and then when he just mentions it later and Fry laughs again <laughs> I love that so much <laughs> like seeing it is what it's yeah oh, that's a, a great joke is one that when you see it happen you laugh and when someone just mentions it you the memory makes you laugh. I mean, that's what's happening right now, but it's also what happened to Fry. Yeah, uh, that's great. Anyway, sorry, go on. Um, when, when, when Fry says, is he genetically engineered? And the professor's like, oh my, no, that's, that's scientific mumbo jumbo. I've yeah. uh, altered this hat to collect sunspot radiation. <laughs> <laughs> I love when he does that. He does that a lot. He did it in the Simpsons Futurama crossover yeah. episode. Yeah. Uh, Gunter's intelligence actually lies in his electronium hat, which harnesses the power of sunspots to produce cognitive radiation. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Um, yeah, I like that a lot. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Great. Cool. That's it. That's We're it. done. We did it. 
Fantastic. We did it. We're doing it. Um, stay tuned for next week mm-hmm. when aliens attack. Yeah. With a special guest. Special guest. Uh, uh, the, the female lawyer that I know. <laughs> uh, that's right. We'll talk all about that. Yeah. Um, single female lawyer is uh, one of the, I think one of the earliest Futurama bits that just stuck in my brain. Of course. Yeah. It's very funny. <laughs> it's very funny. Um, around the height of Ally McBeal fame. Yeah, uh, uh, 1999. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is just about to do one season on Ally McBeal. Yes, he is. Win a Golden Globe, <laughs> then get fired for rampant then, drug abuse. Then is gone, is in Hollywood jail for uh, eight and years. And real jail. Well. <laughs> for a little time, too. <laughs> yeah, but it's probably that fancy, you know. It's rich person uh, jail. Actor jail. Yeah, it's yeah. actor jail, yeah, yeah. So doesn't count um wow robert downey jr is filming a scene where he's in a shootout with the police where are the cameras cameras. (laughs) (laughs) uh good joke Um, it's funny because that episode is about a stars also another hollywood maniac is that the mel gibson one i believe so yeah that was i believe like the episode we would have done next if we had continued yep uh because i think that's season 11 episode one yep Glad we didn't. All right. Uh, <laughs> thank you for listening, everybody. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Bad Neighbors Pod. Uh, subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Boathouse Studios. And don't forget, if you want a drawing by me. <laughs> if you want a drawing by Alan, donate $69. $69. And you'll get a 69 portrait. Of some kind. Of yeah. some kind. With your choice of... Um, of whatever you want in the frames. Yeah, I mean, you can make some requests or you can just be like, do what you want. Surprise and I'll see what me, I come you up filthy with. bastard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it will be, to be clear, it will be safe for work. It's not going to be pornography. Right. But it's going to be 69 themed. Yeah, you can display it at work. That's right. Yeah. And you should. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, aside from that, uh, email us at the hammock district on third, gmail.com. Numerical three. Uh, any final words, Greg? Um, just, you know, get that 69 in there <laughs> before it, uh, before it's over. Before the offer expires. Yeah. It expires oh, when we post our 70th episode on Patreon, That's which right. is very soon. <laughs> All right, friends. Uh, that's it. Greg? Mm. With my... Dying breath. With my last breath. Damn it. See, that's why you say it yes. this one. I'm, I'm I curse ready. Zoidberg!